Welcome to the Discover Your Joy podcast. I'm your host, Maya Urban, the Urban Healer. I'm a life coach, Reiki master, Akashic record reader, and registered nurse. I'm here to guide you towards living a life you truly love by learning to downregulate your nervous system, resetting your energy, and reconnecting to your essence. We'll talk about everything from evidence-based neuroscience tools to ancient healing wisdoms and how you can incorporate these in your everyday life heal, expand, and feel joy again. For ways to work with me, visit theurbanhealer.ca. Now let's get into the show. Hello and welcome to the Discover Your Joy podcast. My name is Tamaya Urban and I'll be your host. How are you doing? So firstly, I just want to send you a whole bunch of love. I feel like there's a lot of people in my life struggling right now and I feel like it's a collective thing. So just want to acknowledge wherever you're at in your journey, however you are feeling right now, know it's okay. And know when life throws us curveballs, it's usually because the universe is trying to guide us in a different direction, push us through some sort of limiting belief, some sort of an obstacle to get us to the other side. So no, it's okay to feel lost. It's okay to be tired. It's okay to feel that sense of hopelessness. Just surrender and let yourself be guided. Okay. Had to say that it wasn't planned, kind of came through. Hope it resonated. So for today, I wanted to talk about my morning rituals. I get a lot of questions on bits and pieces of my rituals. I also don't share a lot of it, like nothing in terms of step-by-step, mainly because I'm not on my phone at that hour and it's my own like self-reflective time. Um, So it's just not something that I document, but I do, I want to share it because I feel like it's taken me a while to kind of choose the rituals that work for me and choose the practices that really help me in my day and to have the most productive, successful day. And I also feel like I've been fine tuning this for so long and I've, I've, I've listened to other podcasts. I have other like healers, mentors, um, and I've just taken kind of bits and pieces of what they do and what's worked for me. So please take this with a grain of salt, take this in terms of inspiration and a way of doing it. There is not a right way per se. Everyone is very, very different. Even just a small thing of not everyone's meant to wake up at 5am. I don't wake up at 5am. And not everyone will find this to feel good. And there, it has to feel good. If it doesn't feel good, you can't force yourself to do it. Otherwise, it's just a checklist that you've created. And it's not actually a spiritual practice that's soothing your soul. So please take this with a grain of salt. Also, some of the things that I do might not work for you in terms of timing. I... I have a very flexible dog. So it's like I take her out at a certain time. I don't have children running around. Um, I work from home. I don't see clients too early in the morning. So I do have that luxury of having a little more time. All this can be done quickly though. It's like you have to be intuitive, not intuitive, driven, driven. That's not the right word either. (laughs) Um, You have to be concise. That's the right word. And 
when you figure out this ritual for you, it will feel good for you. I will also say my ritual changes. So some of the healing practices that I do will change and shift and the amount of time I spend on each of them will also change and shift according to what's happening in my life, according to changes I need to make. Sometimes I get really into meditation and I'll be sitting in meditation for like 40 minutes. And sometimes I'm doing five minutes. Sometimes I'm really into journaling. Sometimes I'm not. Sometimes I'm into like listening to a bunch of podcasts in the morning and like really journaling on that or focusing on that. Sometimes I'm like, I need to do a massive workout at 7 a.m. And sometimes I wake up at eight. So please know that for you to get fixated on how it should be and what is perfect will not get you to where you want to go. And depending on where you are in your life's journey, in your menstrual cycle, in terms of the seasons of the year, this will need to change. So yes, structure is really good, but don't let it, I guess, lock you or leash you into place. So just take this with a grain of salt. All right, so let's dive in. First thing I want to say is mornings are important. And it they are so important for you to set the vibe of your day. And it's like, not everyone's a morning person. I get that. And I know when I was nursing and having to get up at absurd hours so I can have a crazy shift, I didn't have motivation to get up and it was hard, but I still did it. And even when I was doing nights for over a year and a half, I would wake up early to do my rituals, which my morning rituals then were in the afternoon, of course. And it's just important. It's important to keep you on track of where you're headed. It is like putting the final destination into your GPS as opposed to just driving in circles. I mean, for me, my morning practices are so essential in terms of grounding me and protecting my energy and having certain intentions for how I want my day to unfold. For me not to have a morning practice, one, you'll know, I feel really flustered and off and things just don't flow as well every single time. It's like, you know, when I haven't done my morning practices. And then the other thing is it's like, you wouldn't just close your eyes and like drive with your eyes closed. You wouldn't cross a busy street downtown Toronto without looking both ways and waiting for the light to turn green and even then looking both ways. You just wouldn't do that. So why would you start your day rushing, exhausted, without any sort of vision for how you want the day to go? It's just, it doesn't make sense. So please, 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 if you don't do a practice, do it. You don't need to do all the things I do. Again, mine is a little bit long. Um, but if you are concise and efficient, you can get through it. So I'll actually start with one thing I'm going to mention before what I do the night before. And I know this is going to sound a bit silly, but so help me God, it works. Tell your body what time you want it to wake up. Literally be like, okay, body, we're waking up at seven and this works. And if you're literally like, okay, body, we're going to sleep. We're going to have an amazing sleep. We're going to rest. And we're, we're going to wake up at this hour, you're going to, and this actually works. I do this all the time. I still have alarms, but I really like setting that intention the night before. So your alarms 
for the love of God, don't have some sort of absurd sound that immediately activates your sympathetic nervous system and puts you into the stress mode. Don't let it be like a siren. Like literally your body's going to awaken being like, we're under attack. There is a war. I'm going to die. Is that the energy you want to start your day with? Like you literally will have stress hormones pumping through your body and then you're going to get a crash. And then you're like, oh, I'm starting my day with a crash. Like, don't do that. Please don't do that. You can get an alarm clock that turns on kind of like a light and slowly awakens you, especially if you live in the Northern hemisphere and there's winter and it's dark until like eight, that is something you can do. Um, I usually have a couple alarms and like the first one's like a gentle meditation music. The next one's like a little bit louder, but super gentle Then like a very gentle song. And then I usually end in a song that I love. So for me, like maybe a Beyonce song, something that will get me hyped and happy and going. And the other thing I'll mention, please, please, please just wake up. Don't push snooze. I, it's not good for you. Um, what's actually funny, which I think a lot of people don't know is one way of getting someone into a deeper state of hypnosis when they're doing an induction is to get them to be like half asleep, like not asleep, half like drowsy, and then get them to open their eyes, close their eyes, continue, open your eyes, close your eyes, continue. You're actually hypnotizing yourself. You're actually going into a deeper state of like relaxation and sleep. So for you to push snooze, you will not get extra energy out of that. You will not. You will not feel better after pushing snooze five minutes later, 10 minutes later, 15 minutes later. Like you're not going to. Please do not do this. It doesn't serve you. So I really recommend having like a gentle song, like something really, really soft. And then your next song, literally take a big breath in three, two, one, get the fuck up, please. I see this with love. And if you're struggling with waking up in the morning, can you look at your day overall? Are you on screens too late the night before? Are you having coffee too late? That's making you feel stimulated. Are you not eating properly? So your body's kind of like wonky because it's actually starving. Do you maybe need to supplement for a bit and also don't supplement with melatonin. Melatonin is something that your body produces on its own. So if you supplement, your body's going to stop like like actually producing it. And it's also not actually going to help you too much. So if you struggle with sleep, there's other things you can do. Um, I mean, I'm not going to get into that now, but it's like, if you're waking up tired every single day, you have to look into why is that happening? What's wrong with the quality of your sleep? Like, what can you change in terms of your bedtime rituals? What are some habits you might need to alter? Maybe you need to get some blood work done or see a natural path. There's things that you might want to consider. If you're a healthy adult, you shouldn't be exhausted every morning when you wake up. Like, you just shouldn't. And I don't care if you have little ones. And yes, sometimes your sleep is going to be disrupted. I absolutely understand. But you shouldn't constantly be dragging your ass, then something needs to change in terms of your lifestyle. So alarm goes off, wake up, get moving. I immediately go obviously to the bathroom, normal. But the thing I'm going to mention here is 
I think it's really important for you to um, do tongue scraping. Sounds disgusting. And when you do it and you see what comes off your tongue, you will never not scrape again. Like I'm like, oh God, that's disgusting. I use a copper scraper. This is an Ayurvedic practice. It's really good in terms of removing toxins. Also, this is like something that's coating your tongue, which is going to affect your digestion because digestion starts in your mouth. It's also going to stimulate your metabolism, helps you detoxify. And again, when you scrape your tongue, you will never not scrape again. It's gross. Like, ugh. and I'm a nurse. I see gross things all the time, but this still makes me like just <laughs> gross shudder. So do that. Um, do the things you do in the morning. So flossing, brush your teeth. Um, I sometimes use a neti pod as well. So this cleans out your um, nostrils. It's also an Ayurvedic practice. Um, it's just kind of like a salt water rinse. Um, I do this because I actually have a deviated septum and I've broken my nose a few times and I have a really hard time breathing. So if my sinuses are at all clogged up, like I can't breathe at all. So this is something that I do, but it also is really great in terms of preventative uh, measures. So you don't get a common cold flu or whatever else. It just kind of cleans everything out. I really like it. Um, then I do all my face rituals. I like to do some cupping or some gua sha. Um, really good in terms of moving um, the lymph, getting your body kind of like awakened. It's really good for um, anti-aging as well. Um, it's just a little self-care practice that I do. Next thing I do is get dressed. For me, this is really important because if I stay in my PJs or like a house coat, I, that's not motivating to get moving. So even if I'm not getting like dressed, dressed, I might put on my gym clothes because I know I'm going to work out or take Tegressa for a walk, um, but put on a different set of clothes. This is kind of like a ritual marking the end of, you know, sleep time to like, okay, we're awake. We're going to do things especially if you work from home, put on real clothes. I'm not saying pants with zippers because that's outrageous, but put on some real clothes. So while I'm doing some of these bathroom rituals, I'm listening to my manifesto. I can record a different episode on this in terms of what it is, but essentially I have recorded this like 15 minute voice note in terms of important mantras, in terms of what are my beliefs, what are my values, what is my purpose, what am I creating in life, what am I creating in my business, what does my perfect life look like, and literally saying thank you for the things I don't even have yet. And this is really important for you to program your brain and to reprogram your brain slash the consistency of connecting to your desires is really important. I also sometimes, I'm backtracking a little bit. When you wake up initially, I sometimes um, put on a short hypnosis. When you are just waking up, you're kind of in an in-between state in terms of your um, brain waves, and you're very open to receiving information, and you're very open and suggestive. So this is a really beautiful time for your subconscious mind to be really open to receive information, hence do not check your email. Do not go on Instagram. Do not check a dating profile. Don't do any of that crap. Don't return messages. I, this might upset people, but my personal opinion is it's either an emergency and you don't actually need me and you need to seek medical care, or it's not that urgent and you can wait. Like it just, no, I'm not checking my phone at that time. I've never had an issue. 
I've manifested that to be not something I'm ever going to have to be faced with. It is what it is. So really be mindful what information you absorb in those early moments of waking. And again, if you immediately go to your phone and you immediately check like news, you're not going to be like, life is beautiful. Climate change is gone. There is no war. No one died. No one got robbed. Money is not an issue. We're okay. No, you're going to be bombarded with scary things. And then you're, what's going to happen? Brightness of your phone is going to activate the sympathetic nervous system whatever you're reading is not going to be pleasant and happy. So you're immediately going to feel stress. And what are you going to do? You're popping all that stress hormone through your body. And that like, you're starting your life stressed. You're starting your day on this like awful note. So don't do that pretty please. So then I head over to the kitchen. Um, what do I do? So have something to drink. Water is important. I'm a bit anal when it comes to water. So I drink filtered water. I don't like tap water. Um, I don't really like bottled water either. Um, I have a Berkey filter. This I think is the most economical first step in terms of filtration. Um, until I have my forever home, I'm not going to install a huge system. So this is really easy and it it's convenient. So you should also have electrolytes. We lack a lot of electrolytes if we're not getting them from our diet, which is really challenging to do that because most of us don't monitor every single meal. And these are essential electrolytes for your body to function. So I had a really hard time finding electrolytes that I like. I don't like crazy flavors. I don't like stevia. I don't like, I'm just, I don't like a lot of fillers and I want the electrolytes to be balanced and of a certain amount. So it's actually doing what it's meant to. I use elements and I mean, I'm pretty plain when it comes to flavors. If you like flavors, they do have a bunch. Um, but this is something that I do and I drink. I usually put it into like a huge container and I'll have about a little bit less than half a liter right away. When you are sleeping, you were resting, you were digesting, you're healing your body and you're going to wake up dehydrated. You want to start day with hydration. It is important. It is also a really beautiful way of waking up because you're awakening your system. You're awakening your digestive tract. Please don't have coffee right away. One, don't do it on an, on an empty stomach. And two, don't do it in the morning. That again is like a stress response. And then you're going to get a crash later. Having black coffee on an empty stomach, horrible idea. Don't do it. And then you're like, oh, why do I bloating? What does my stomach hurt? What do I have problems with digestion? Don't do that. But then you also don't want to have a coffee with like, cream or cream and sugar or oat milk. Oat milk is literally pure sugar. Don't do it. Um, it's not anything of nutritive value that's going to fuel your body for the rest of the day. So don't do that. Pretty please. Um, I will, this is gross. I'm not going to lie. It's not fantastic, but it, it does the job for me. I have a glass of water with spirulina and flaxseed and lemon. I have some issues when it comes to constipation. So I have to be really mindful of my fiber intake. I hate at adding flax to my smoothies because then it makes it thick and gunky and I don't like it. So I kind of just like bite the bowl and drink it. Again, it does not taste fantastic. Um, both of these have amazing benefits. You can Google that. 
Lemon is also really good to start your digestion. And the lemon is really good with the spirulina because it has a little bit of iron. So it's a better um, absorption with iron. And I take iron supplements as well. So for me, that kind of works. Again, no caffeine right in the morning. I have mine later. I'll explain in a moment. Um, and then I also make some herbal tea. Sometimes just drinking water is boring. I usually add trace minerals to my water. I'll sip on my electrolytes, which I'll kind of just top up with more water, but I also like having a herbal tea. So I always mix this up. Um, I sometimes will do like chamomile for later. It's also really soothing in your like just throughout the day. I really like um, lemongrass. I like ginger. It kind of depends on what season we're in. Tulsi is fantastic. It's really good for reducing the free floating cortisol in your body. So it reduces the stress hormone. It's really good um, overall. So have that going. Naturally, take care of Tegressa, do all the things she needs, feed her, whatever. But while I'm doing all of this in the kitchen, I like to listen to something that is inspiring. I want the first thing that my brain is absorbing to be something motivational, something that makes me not lose faith in humanity. <laughs> and makes me really start on a good note and kind of gets the creative juices flowing. So there's a couple of podcasts I really love to listen to. I might have that on the like back burner. Um, there's a couple courses I've done in terms of money mindset and like business and just like self-development. So I might have one of those playing in the background, but just have something that will get you going. So once I've done all this, I will kind of sit down and do my rituals. Like I mentioned earlier, this will always change. So it's never set in stone. Um, I really like to have a moment to meditate, whether it's in silence, whether it is breath work and it's guided. I set intentions for the day. So what am I grateful for this morning? And then what are my intentions for the day? How do I want to feel? What do I want to accomplish? I kind of make a list, but it's not necessarily rewriting a to-do list every single morning it's I guess more like overarching themes of what I want to get done and there's going to be some days where I'm like I just want to have a really easygoing joy-filled day there might be days where I'm like today I'm going to be really fucking productive because I have to be and I want to be and I'm like connecting to that inner focus um today I want to feel really powerful and strong because I'm going to have a big workout and I want to feel good about that. So choose how you want your day to feel like. I'll do some Reiki just to kind of cleanse my energy as well um, doing a protective bubble to protect my energy for the day. I like to open up my Kashuk records. Sometimes it's just open to feel the energy of the records. Sometimes I go in with a question. Sometimes I pull some cards and then I like to journal. I cycle through um, with journaling or not. So if I didn't journal because I didn't feel like it, it's not like I didn't do my practices right and I wouldn't label it that way. Sometimes I love journaling and sometimes I don't want to. I just want to sit with what came through and just sit with that without having to write it down. So don't make it mean a certain thing. So after that, um, ASAP get outside. Some people say get outside, like literally the moment you wake up. I mean, when I'm in Toronto and I have to like physically get dressed and like get outside slash I live off of King Street, it's not Zen. 
I actually don't want to interact with the outside world until I absolutely have to. So I'm not in a rush when I'm out in the country, want to have a backyard. Perfect. Um, I also have trails and I love the roads that I can explore and walk on. Then I'm going to be outside ASAP. It's not stressful, but I do like to kind of do the intention setting and the Reiki bubble and just open up the records um, before I interact with the outside world, regardless of where I am, but that's just my personal opinion, but get outside ASAP in terms of some sunlight and to move your body. This doesn't need to be a jog. It doesn't need to be a brisk walk, but just physically moving your body. And then being able to be in the sun will awaken you better than caffeine. And I will say that if you are used to having coffee right in the morning or any other caffeinated product, don't quit cold turkey. Why? Why? You are going to be miserable. You're going to get a headache. You're going to be jittery. You're going to be crusty. Then you're going to like question even doing this. You're probably going to like curse me for even suggesting cut coffee out. I was on like three, four cups of coffee, like less than a year ago. It was also like not the best time of my life. And I was just exhausted. And I slowly cut that down to sometimes I don't have coffee at all. Sometimes I don't have anything caffeinated. Um, I enjoy the experience of coffee and the smell of coffee. So for me, like I want to keep it, um, but it's not used for my source of energy. And if coffee is your source of energy, that is a huge red flag that I would highly recommend seeing a practitioner for, which is not me because I'm not a natural path. And see what can be tweaked and changed and what might be happening. And I, one of my reasons for being so exhausted is because I had an abscess in my jaw and I had to have an emergency surgery and pull a tooth. So that was something that I went to a number of practitioners and it was missed because all my blood work was fine. And it was very by accident that it like came out and thank God it did. So don't brush off you being tired necessarily do get things checked out but know that sometimes it's things that need to be altered overall and if it's a addiction to caffeine wean off so if you're having the coffee right in the morning maybe have half a cup or slowly start doing three quarters caffeine one quarter non like decaf and then slowly wean yourself to half and half and then slowly do mainly decaf and then slowly just do decaf. Um, there's other things you can do as well. There's a brand it's, I think it's called Oasis and I'll, I'll put all these down in the show notes. Um, it's called not coffee. It, it's a whole bunch of adaptogens. It tastes good. It's satisfying. I really like it. Um, I mean, there's things like dandy blend. I hate roasted dandelion or anything dandelion. It just is repulsive to me. So I personally don't like that flavor. Um, some of the other like coffee, um, alternatives don't taste fantastic. And I would say that this one was the best one for me. Sometimes I still have that in the morning. So that being said, get outside, walk. And when you get used to having sun on your face and you can't just stand by a window, you have to actually be outside. It will wake you up better than coffee. And it will really help you with the caffeine addiction you might have. So the other thing that I really like to do is to visualize my day. How do you want your day to look and feel like? And the key word is visualize and what does it feel like? So when you take a moment to visualize, you literally run your body through the motions as if it was real and as it was actually happening. 
your body, I actually can't tell the difference between you visualizing and whether it is actually happening. And the same with your brain, which is why visualization is so powerful. And we know this works because most of us have anxiety of some sorts. And if you think of the worst case scenario and you run through those motions of what could happen and you're in a spiral, your body feels like it's actually happening and is very uncomfortable, which is why anxiety is so rough. The same way, if I were to be like, think about puppies and you in a field of puppies playing with puppies and they're like licking your face and they're making cute noises and you're a millionaire. <laughs> Perfect. You're like, oh my God, I love this. Smiling. Think of someone you love. Smiling. I think of something you don't want to do later today. Oh, I'm smiling. There you go. So when you do this, you are activating the same hormones and neurotransmitters as if the thing that was happening was happening. And it also allows your subconscious mind to feel safe receiving it. And it's like, there's so many studies on this. And I think it's so fascinating, but let's say someone has a severe injury and they can't physically walk. They have to like mentally pretend they're walking in order for those neuro uh, neurons to be activated and for those synapses to continue working rather than if you don't use it, you lose it. So this is a way for you to kind of like test run your day. And even if you're like going to do something you don't really want to, and you're like, oh my God, this long drive, and what if I get caught in traffic? I've done this conversation with my boss. Imagine there's no traffic. Imagine you get there early. Imagine like you hit all the green lights. Imagine you get there and your boss is in a great mood. Imagine the conversation went well. Do it. It makes a massive difference. And then really focus on how you want to feel. So when I'm working out, I'm not like, I have to lose weight. I have to be fit. Otherwise I'm not good enough. I'm just like, I want to feel strong. I want to have fun. I want to like maybe work out with one of my girlfriends and then have a good giggle. And like, I'm smiling and I can't wait. And it's like playing. It's not a task that I'm avoiding. So that is that. I eat later because I usually go for either a brisk walk or do a workout. And then after that, I will eat right away. I will say I personally fast a little bit. I'm not an intense faster. I think that there's lots of schools of thought on this and it works for some people, some it does not. So I wouldn't really do it without consulting a um, health practitioner. Um, I will say that your first meal has to be super, super high protein and high fiber to keep you um, full and to fuel your day. So I don't want to like ruin your day, but a bowl of oats is not a proper breakfast. Even if you add hemp seeds and nuts and peanut butter and whatever, it's way too high in sugar, which means you're going to have kind of like an up and down crash. And then you're going to be starving by like 10. So you want something that will really fill you up. And it's like even eggs, like you would have to have like five eggs to get the right amount of protein for yourself. So get creative. <laughs> this is not the episode for me to tell you what to eat for breakfast, but get creative and what other options there could be. But you really want to be mindful that you have enough fiber and you have enough protein right in the morning and um, making sure that you can you know, fuel your day properly, whether it's physically, emotionally, or energetically. I personally have coffee after that. I like to have coffee between like 11 and like no later than two, if I am going to have something caffeinated that day. And I do like to switch it up between coffee or tea or a matcha latte. And I like to 
sometimes avoid oat. Oat is too sugary, even if you get unsweetened. So I would recommend doing either almond or coconut. That's my personal opinion. Yes, I still have oat milk. I'm not perfect and that's okay. But um, that is that. So let me know if there's anything that you do in your morning that really works for you that you absolutely love that you want to maybe share with me, you know, where to find me. And I will at some point do an evening ritual as well. Let me know if this resonated. Let me know if this helped. Let me know if you try any of these practices and if you love them or maybe don't share, you know, where to find me. So that is that for today. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you. And I hope tomorrow morning is fucking amazing for you. I truly, truly hope that at least some of these practices have inspired you to do things differently and that it allows your day to move with more ease. All right, my love, have the best day. We'll talk to you soon.